Hello and welcome to the Franchise Tag Podcast with me, your host, Freddie. Uh, welcome back, Andrew and Adam. I am a bit hoarse. I'm a bit tired. I can't, I'm struggling to concentrate a little bit. My voice, you can hear the bass in my voice. It sounds terrible, but we are here. After the Super Bowl 58 winners, Kansas City Chiefs beating the San Francisco 49ers 25-22. to I watched it with Andrew last night and our friends uh, back in Leicestershire. And it was it was a great, we had a great time. I mean, I was texting one of the lads earlier, Andrew, and he said his sides have been hurting all day because we laughed so, laughed so much. And I said, yeah, exact same for us. I couldn't, we had so much fun. We had food. We had an inventive pizza by your mum, which was very lovely, very inventive. It was a flatbread pizza that she mocked up, which was good laugh. Um, we had a really good time. Uh, Adam said, you you feeling pretty tired as well, Adam? I know you stayed up for it last night in the comfort of your home. but uh, Yeah, 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 yeah about the... half four, I think I went to bed in the end. So that was, uh, yeah, half four in the morning. So we're all knackered. <laughs> all knackered, and I hope you all enjoyed it as well. It was a... I sort of spoke to Adam about this, but we'll talk about this now. Is I sort of woke up this morning, Andrew, um, and in my head, and when I spoke to your your dad this morning as well at his house, I went, "You didn't miss a barn burner, there, Trevor. It was a bit of a rubbish game." And we said, actually, the more we thought about it, it 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 wasn't a terribly exciting offensive game, but it is. It was a very interesting and good game, and both of these teams really came out to play, and it was just actually brilliant quarterback play in the end of the game, but. but got the Chiefs over the line. Do, do you agree? I mean, the, 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 it was a defensive masterclass, I keep calling it. Yeah, you can obviously say yeah, from, from the minute go, it was a defensive masterclass. And I think if you're like us three as well, and you're really invested heavily into the American football and you watch it in great detail, then you can also um, respect how good of a coaching chess match as well it was. You know, this mm. is the game plan, the schemes and all of that. And you can, you can kind of go, wow, that was incredible to see as well as well as the defence. I think it's just one of them where I watched it with a few friends and we had a guy with us that was new to it. And I was a little bit like, well, there's not, there's, is there not enough offence going for, for him and stuff and, and wanting them to enjoy it as well? But um, I've come away and gone, do you know what? It, it The way that it was set out in the first half not being as good as the second half made it more exciting as well because there was so much then going on and so much on the line in the second half that... I've come away really enjoying the Super Bowl. Of course, we don't. It, we got overtime as well, which obviously for us, we all go, oh, no, not overtime, because then it's later for us, obviously. <laughs> but uh, Adam, what's what's your take on the on the, the Chiefs winning this Super Bowl? I mean, it's, is it the dynasty talk back again? Is it this, this cemented the legacy of Mahomes, Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah, I think it it kind of has, doesn't it? To a certain extent. I mean, if you're if you're getting what three wins in five years, that's that's pretty much a dynasty. Whether you know, no matter what anyone says, and whether any you know, you can have as many Patriot fans have a go as much as they like, but it, it's like unfortunately, it's it is what it is. And in a way, it's I feel like it's a little bit of a shame because I kind of feel like we've just look, we've just finished one and now we've gone straight into another one. And um, we didn't we didn't really have a grace period, did no, we? No, there was no grace. Like, oh right, oh, oh okay, all oh, right, we've got another great quarterback. Okay, awesome. Yeah, exactly. So it's like it, it's going to be very difficult. Um, I think in order to be able to do anything, I mean, I. I think this was the year, wasn't it, as well? The year that they were, in theory, should have been beatable, which is the concern. I mean, um, you know, I, I was looking through it. They've, they've gone on the road throughout the whole of the playoffs. 
They, had, in theory, had the toughest path to the to the Super Bowl with the teams that they played against. Um, you know, no first round buy like they've had in previous years. So it's it's been a, a really tough one. They've travelled. They went to Germany, didn't they? You know, that's something that a lot of teams didn't do. Um, I was having a look. It, it's it's crazy. In theory, it shouldn't have happened, and and they didn't really. I don't think you can ever really come out and say they played amazingly well, certainly not offensively anyway, um, throughout the whole season. Yet they managed to get the job done. Um, the game itself, there was a, um, someone put it on Twitter, I can't remember who it was. Um, they came out and said that rarely can a contest have started so boringly and ended so thrillingly. And that was kind of a, quite a good quote for that game. It was very, um, sh- very Shakespearean. Yeah, yeah, but but true. Where it was like, I mean, it really was a, a slow burner, and that first half was a tough watch for anyone who wasn't mad into defense. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was a, a tough one. But I think they've they've got over the line. They've shown that they are a dynasty, and um, I think it's going to take a hell of a lot from a team to be able to knock them off. See, Adam, defenses do matter. You do just always, yeah. About I don't mind really, some you know, defenses. I'm not, yeah, I'm not yeah. a complete, uh, you know, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't great, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, uh, while we're on defenses, we talked about this earlier today, but um, I, I think it's definitely worth talking about again is that I, in my opinion, the Kansas City Chiefs defense all year has been very underrated and, and underappreciated at times. Um, but the more the season's gone on and when we've got to the nuts and bolts of the season, I think more people have gone well this defense is really young and really good and got some stars for for a long time and it's not like it's flashing the pan this could be a defense that is maybe not even at its heights of how good it is yet because it's definitely they've definitely proved that this defense is a conversation and one of the best defenses in the league at the minute yeah definitely i think when when you said it to me earlier and you're like oh i think they're underrated and no one really talks about them i was like no we've talked about them all year um, because they have been so impressive and they have been really talented. But I think going into the season, we always expect the Chiefs' defence to be what lets them down, don't we? We always say, oh, it's high-powered offence and the defence is, is, needs to get up to scratch. But I think it was the reverse this year. And, and as you said, uh, Adam, did you say that they were the youngest defence? That the- was something that Neil Reynolds came out with um, on the Sky, uh, Sky Sports last night. And... Um, I was quite surprised by that. I, I, I kind of thought that there might have been a, another team somewhere down the line that would have had a younger defence because I, I kind of felt like this was a team that has been, you know, contending for quite a while. And the idea that they would have the youngest defence was was quite surprising. But, yeah, I mean, that was something that he said. Do you think yeah. like, if it was me, I'd have gone like the Lions maybe just because they've been investing so heavily hmm. in their draft to the defence, I'd have picked them. So I didn't realise it was the Chiefs either. But yeah, it's a, it's a super talented defense. As you said, it's 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 super young. Um, it's just whether they're. I think they'll all be coming back, apart from maybe Chris Jones um, next year. So I, I think I think Chris Jones will be coming back. Oh, you think? <laughs> you think yeah. they can afford him? Yeah, I think they'll they'll make sure they can afford him. <laughs> but um, I heard earlier today um, um, when we were, I was listening to something that. They managed to turn the Tyreek Hill trade into George Kalaftis and um, McDuffie. And they were the two guys for me that really stood out in the game. Obviously, Jones as well, but really stood out as being 
part of the reason they won as well. So um, the moves that they're making and, and what they're turning them into, it, it just solidifies how, how good and how brave they are in decision-making for the franchise as well. It all really whittled down to, in the end, uh, a couple of brilliant drives by Patrick Mahomes. And that's not taken away from the offensive coordinators and that getting the game plan, the scheme, Adam. But Mahomes really showed that, you know, this is... This is him, isn't it? This is his. This is his league. It's it's his to lose every year. It feels like if he contain can maintain the level that he's on, and and I I know that this year it felt it's felt like the tide has turned with fans starting to turn on him a little bit. I know he's had a few games. You know he had the outburst against the Bills. Um, it, he's not always been painting the most positive light this year, and he's almost gone from sort of people loving him and adoring him to people being being a bit negative towards him, but. Do you think when you see drives like that and plays like that, you got to go, right, there's no comparison for him to anyone else in this league. He's that good. Yeah, I think the thing with Mahomes is that he can do it with what he's got around him as well. I think that's that's the, the thing that a lot of people maybe forget. And, you know, as Andrew was saying about the Tyree Kill trade, I mean, you know, not many people as a team can trade away, a, a, you know, probably what, top three? wide receiver in the league over the last five years and you still go and get two Super Bowls and and offensively that's purely because Mahomes has put it on his back and done everything in order to be able to do it now obviously he's had help with with certain people but none of them are of high high quality um you know this year they've they haven't had a thousand yard pass catcher they haven't had a thousand yard rusher you know, th- this is this is what I mean. It's like so when you you look at these other guys that are in other teams, and you know, like your CD Lambs and stuff like that, who are getting insane yards and and you know loads of touchdowns. He hasn't got that. So you know, the problem is what happens if he suddenly does, and they go out and they get one like that. I mean, it, it just makes it even harder, doesn't it, to to beat them? So, but yeah, I think in this game you could see that it kind of. No matter what happened in the first sort of three and a half quarters of the game, once you reached that last bit at the end, you could tell that it was very much Mahomes was going to put it on his back. He was going to rush and and get get over get the job done, and um, and that's the reason or part of the reason that they that the offense suddenly was better. And and I I just think the 49ers defense was knackered by that time. They were absolutely done in. Um, as was the Chiefs' defense, to be honest, because they were both out there for so long. But yeah, I, I think um, I think now it's aside from Brady, I think it's he's number two now, personally. What well, all time? Yeah. Oof. And he's still got so much to go. What he's twenty eight? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, mean he, he's got injury, more barring injury. Hopefully, you know, with fingers crossed, he doesn't have anything critical that will shorten his career. Like he could easily go for another ten years, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I if you think about it, the because you, you got you got to think of based on where they are at the moment. They're not in an awful position cap space wise. They can do they can move people. They can do stuff. Um, he hasn't got the weapons. They can bring weapons in. You know, they can draft someone. They can bring someone in in free agency. Um, that defense being young means that that can go on for a while. Um, you know, I know they were all hyping up the whole three P and all that, but they are in a very, very good position to do it. And 
you sort of think to yourself, you know, we were saying a couple of weeks ago, oh, is it is it kind of getting a bit boring? It's the same teams every year that are getting to the sort of like the last four or something like that. Yeah. And I, I don't see how, despite the AFC being as strong as it is, and it is incredibly strong, I don't really see how they they get stopped if they can get stronger than what they are. Because if mm-hmm. they can win playing badly, which to be honest is what they've been most of this season, how do you stop them when they start playing well? Well, I said to Andrew in the car earlier, it wouldn't shock me if Eric Bieniemy went back. It yeah, yeah, absolutely. It wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me if he went back and he made that offense even better. And I, I would say since he's gone, the offense has been incredibly great. But it's it's it, with he, if he went back, I mean, the sky's the limit. Um, we've got to give some love to the the losing team, Andrew, the San Francisco 49ers, who did battle valiantly, and they were they were really good on the night as well. Um, what do you think went wrong for them, though? Do you think it was it was just Mahomes' magic? Do you think there's anything different by them? There's there's been talk and rumor today that they didn't really understand the overtime rules and failed to prepare for that. What what do you make of that? I mean, I, I personally, for, uh, for the game itself, I don't think they really put a foot wrong uh, massively. I thought uh, Shanahan called a good game. It was a good game plan. I think they largely outplayed the Chiefs uh, in, in a way for, for the majority of the game. I thought uh, Bosa and Fred Warner and uh, and all that lot were in the first half leaders for the MVP for the game. I was kind of thinking it is going to go to a defender. It's going to be one of these guys. So I don't think... I think they can go away with their heads held high and say, you know, we gave that our best shot. We were beat by Patrick Mahomes on those, the last drive and then the drive in, in, in overtime as well. That's, that is the difference, isn't it? Um, those, the Andy, uh, Andy Reid's plays that he schemed up that no one's seen all season and Mahomes executing a couple of little things when it's in his hands to, to take it to the victory. So I think they can come away and say, they did. They gave it their all. They played well. It was obviously a close game going into overtime. Uh, as for um, the coin flip for the and choosing to receive, I've seen that. Didn't it say that Shanahan said the analytics said it was right for them to receive the ball first? Mm-hmm. So because then they, if they had it, scored a field goal, they. Chiefs drive, score a field goal, and then they've got the chance to win the game, uh, which was more yeah. likely than field goal touchdown. So I believe that that's why they picked it. Not there was some players didn't know the rules had changed for the playoffs, but on the whole, that was what they were going to do. Uh, so I don't think there's any confusion uh, that way, and I don't think there's any controversy of of making the wrong decision that the analytics pointed towards that for them and. They, they went for it. I don't, uh, mm. There's no right or wrong answer for whether you should receive or or kick in that scenario. Um, so I, I don't blame him for that decision. Mm. Andrew was saying, uh, Adam, that they were very matched and they didn't really put a foot wrong. The only thing that we've really pulled up when we've ch- talked about that is that you look at the you look at the stats on it but i'm reading on my phone just here the total yards 455 to 382 at kansas city in that very close and actually there's the passing and rushing yards for them breaking down is very similar as well the yards per play similar they had equal amount of turnovers on each team they both had six penalties each they both had 
very, very similar times of possession. The only thing that sticks, that sticks out is the third down conversion percentage. Kansas City, 47%, and San Francisco, 25%. Is that maybe a little bit? Because at one point in the second half, they, they, they I don't think they converted a third down in the third quarter. Yeah, I think it, there's probably a bit in that, but that's that I would have thought is not really a... It's not really an indictment on the 49ers. It's more the fact that Spagnolo was blitzing on every single third down. And because that's the way that he plays and the way that he has always done it. I mean, to be brutally honestly, honest, it, arguably he should have been the MVP. The problem is he can't play. Um, you know, the, he what he did with that defence to just continually rush them on third down continually put pressure on Purdy when it really mattered and to for him to be in a position where he just he didn't have time to do anything that's that's probably the real reason why it happened especially as you got further into the game it was just happening more and more often um I thought the 49ers did pretty okay to be honest they, they just didn't I thought defensively they were great um obviously the injury to Greenlaw was a massive loss that really I think the Chiefs worked that out as to how to sort of like be able to get the ball through their defense a bit more because of him not being there. Um, but yeah, I I just think that a, a lot of that is probably credit to Spagnola rather than anything on the 49ers. Hmm. And you you mentioned uh, Brock Purdy there, uh, Adam. But um, Andrew, do you think? Purdy's now silenced the doubters a little bit because all season he's been having, you know, he's been branded the tag of game manager, which I, we've always said on the pod, isn't a negative. It's completely fine to be a game manager. And and it, it, if anything, you don't need to be incredible to, to go far in this league. You can be competent as long as everything's, you know, as long as it's schemed right and everything like that. But he, he, he played a really good game, I thought, Brock Purdy. Do you think he, he sort of silenced some people yesterday? I don't know. I'm really unsure of how to answer that one fully because I think he needed to win it to silence them. I think the loss and and having an L in that column is is always then going to go, was it because he didn't have the same factor that Mahomes had? And is he ever going to have that? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, is he just going to be a safe, sort of steady, efficient quarterback that runs the the scheme well or the plays that being called to him accurately, or does he have that factor where when things aren't going great and you're being pressured and you've got people flying at you, that you can make a bit of magic here and there. And I think that's, that's the difference of people then are going to be like, can we get over the line with this guy or, or, you know, do we need some magic to, to get us over because they have they're a team that have got some older players aren't they they're not going to be sticking around together for as long as what we think the Chiefs are so uh, it's a it's a tough call because he's had a fantastic season and like we say he's, he's, he's efficient he's he does the job well he gets it done um, but yeah they've they've not managed to get over the line again. And Adam, with the 49ers now, obviously the, 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 this will start circulating really, really quickly, is that they lost in the Super Bowl. A lot of tradition, traditionalists, and it has happened, there is proof in the pudding, when you lose a Super Bowl, you tend to you tend to have a bit of a dip afterwards for, for a moment. Um, the Eagles certainly have this year. Do you think the 49ers are at risk of that? 
Um, yeah, I think they might be. It, I think it's just that thing where it just happens. It's, it takes so much out of you in order to get there. I don't think they're going to be any less talented. I think they've got all the right ingredients to be able to do something. It's just that it, it happens so often. You know, we see it all the time. It's like, like you say, the Eagles, it, it, it happened with this year. And although they were still a playoff team, they weren't the same team. Um, I suppose it depends if they can keep all their coaches. I think I think all of them are, are planning on sticking around, so that will probably help them a little bit. Um, but yeah, it, it's a it's a difficult one. It's um, I think unfortunately they they may struggle uh, a little because you know you you've got that sort of like that buzz in in their division as well. I'm not saying Arizona are going to go and win everything. Of course they won't. But if they're bringing in new players, they're exciting and they they different schemes. You know, the 49ers are going to have to come up with a load of new stuff now in order to be able for it to work again. And it, it's just another year, isn't it? They're, they're another year older. And, and this is the problem. You know, all these guys that are, are really good, your Kittles, your McCaffrey's, it's just another year um, without winning it. And, and so it's how do they manage to, how can they basically get younger, but keep the really good ones? And, and that's the issue for them. So I think it's going to be tough. And of course, one of the biggest questions is: Was that the best Super Bowl halftime show of all time? Did Usher outperform Prince, Katy Perry? It, it, what, what do you mean? Andrew? Andrew was pretty pumped about it. You, you really enjoyed it, didn't you, man? I did. Yeah, I generally really enjoyed it. But it's, it's a bit nostalgic for me. Like I was, I was talking to the guys that none of them really got it when I was talking to them about Usher. But for me, growing up, you know, he's around a lot. He was on the radio a lot. I was listening to him um and a lot of the songs he played it you know when they kicked in you guys were a little bit more like oh yeah we, you know this was this was about but i thought it was it, it gave a bit of energy it was fun it was exciting it you know i i enjoyed it it was good for me i feel like adam probably didn't feel that way did you? I've got I've got an album of Usher somewhere hidden away wow. somewhere. Yeah, on, yeah, like on, 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 twenty on years cassette. ago. Hey? On cassette? No, no, not quite. Um, so yeah, I I I knew all the songs. Um, I I thought it was okay. Actually, I I felt like it it matched the Super Bowl a little bit. Um, I thought it was okay. Uh, like start a strong end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it, I mean, he was all right. The best one, no, not by a long way. Um, but it, he wasn't the worst either. So, you know, it was all right. And in terms of, obviously, franchise tag here, we don't just talk about NFL in general. We also do the betting as well. Both of you did put bets on last night. Both of you did pretty okay. I mean, uh, like the advice that you gave on this show that you did, did did, 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 did work out? Was it, were you up on the night? I was. I don't know about brains over there, whether he was. <laughs> I... Um... Didn't want to do as well as I wanted to and was quite annoyed that during the betting show, I picked out some quite nice bets and didn't have, didn't have them. You can't have everything, can you? I suppose that's the annoying thing about doing the betting show is you, you try and pick lots of things out for the audience to choose from so they can pick. But I can't have everything. And uh, yeah, there's a, there was one or two bets that I, I really should have put my money where my mouth is and had them. But yeah, I tried to keep it a bit cautious. Didn't want to go too crazy um, on the game, but 
yeah, I, I feel like I've had a good season and the Super Bowl didn't match that. My um, my love-hate relationship with Marquez Valdez-Scantlin is still alive and well. Let's put it that way. I mean, I, I, ne I needed him to get three yards and the idiot caught it and ran backwards <laughs> and ended up losing four yards only to then gain eight yards on the next play and make it win. I mean, I just the, <laughs> at 3.30 in the morning, the love-hate relationship was at a full tilt of all over the joint. So, Well, it was certainly a Super Bowl to remember and it was good fun. And I mean, after, you know, we... we we did get invited to the media at the Super Bowl this year and we decided we we wouldn't do it um, just for a, a, a loads of different circumstances and reasons, I suppose. But watching it, me and Andrew both said, you know, it, this would be, this is something that we're going to do one day and it, it's going to be really exciting. And hopefully we get the opportunity to go to Super Bowls because um, some of the content of the guys that we know from the UK and from Ireland and have, have been really, really good and it's looked really good fun. So um, one, one day, one day it'll be us there, won't it, guys? We'll be there on the plane off to the Super Bowl. Um, but until that time, um, it's been a fairly long season for us all. We've had lots of content, lots of stuff on our socials, lots of shows, the betting shows, fantasy football. Um, I would like to thank Andrew and Adam for the hard work they've done throughout the whole season and bringing some awesome, awesome uh, content for going to the games live, to the, uh, all the stuff that they, they do, for the stuff on social media, and for the, the stuff where you get in contact with people and the interviews we do. And big thank you to Gareth Smith as well, to Sky Lawrence Pank and to Johnny Bisbee who um, do the shows as well. They've been great. They're fantastic to have on and, it's been um, it's been really good fun. It's been, it's been a long season, so we're going to have a couple of weeks off, and then we'll be back for the free agency and for the draft as well through the summer. And we will be back for our new season in 2024. Um, yeah, we really thank you all for your support. It's been really great. Um, thank you for watching and liking our stuff, and hopefully sharing it with your friends and fellow fans as well. We're just getting bigger and bigger, and um, it's crazy to think how far we've come in the last few years. So really appreciate it. And um, continue to grow the game in the NFL UK. has always been our priority, and I feel like we may have done that just a little bit this year. So hopefully we can continue doing that and all you fans out there as well. But until then, I hope you all enjoyed the Super Bowl. We'll be back again very, very soon.